welcome to the Archive Snoop, Episode 1, The Mesmer Girl. Gun-toting Isabel Mesmer. This is a photo of her from 1933. This is from the movie Babyface, 1933, with Barbara Stanwyck. We all remember that girl from high school. The bad girl, the girl that always got in trouble, the one who we knew was going to come to a bad end, but did she really? Or did she just crave excitement? Or did she just want to get out of the life that she was leaving behind? Give me a minute. It's awfully dark in here. Yeah. The darker the better till we pull out. Well, next station is New York. This was 1933, pre-code. Quite risque at the time, if you get the innuendos. Hey, yo, come on out of there. Come on. Well, I'm... Uh... Too many of you dames getting away with it these days. The cops in the yards will take care of you. Oh, wait a minute. You wouldn't throw us off the train, would you? Yeah, and you're going to get 30 days for it. In jail? Yes, in jail. Isabella would have been about 16 when this came out at the movie theater. Did she get some of her ideas about riding the rods, as they called them at the time? Possibly getting money from men from this movie. It was the Depression. Times were hard. She liked the finer things, as she even admitted in a lot of the newspaper articles of the time. But we really need to find out who Isabel Mesmer really was. If it weren't for powder and for starboard that man I ran across these stories while snooping in my own ancestry. And if you have any stories you'd like me to snoop on, please subscribe and drop me a note in the comments below. Time to snoop the archives. This is Elwood, Indiana. It was definitely a dot on the map when Isabel Lorraine Mesmer was born on December 15, 1914. Who her father really was or where he went is a mystery. Her mother, Ethel, married a Mr. Mesmer in 1899, but Elwood was the home of Wendell Wilkie, former presidential candidate. And I'm playing the song hits of 1933. And I'm showing a picture here when Isabel Louise Mesmer first became famous in the newspapers in 1933 as the two-gun girl. Like every small town in the 30s, there wasn't much to do. Isabel, I think, wanted to be a gun, gun mall. Did she want to be like Bonnie? 
She told everyone her father was the manager of the Reuben and Cherry shows, which is possible. I couldn't find that information, but I do know she was in Elwood, Indiana in 1920 with her mother, her stepfather, and her grandmother. I have looked for information about her father, but I couldn't really find anything. I do know that her mother divorced Mr. Mesmer and married Mr. Decker and had two other children. And we find in the 1930 census that Isabella was living in Elwood and going to school there. And according to Isabel, her mother worked hard and tried to give her what she wanted. And she was happy growing up in Elmwood, Elwood, Indiana. Her mother, when she remarried, um, Isabel liked her stepfather. She said he was able to give her better things than her mother could provide. Then the depression hit and times were tough. She liked the finer things, clothes, silks, and in her second year of high school, she decided to quit and make money. And this is where she ran away and went to Wapakoneta and where she was picked up and she was only 16. She said she was determined to live life her own way and began with friends robbing filling stations and other petty crimes, but that wasn't enough to provide what she wanted. And this is Isabel at 16, possibly in her high school yearbook. Very pretty girl, small. She weighed about 90 pounds. And here's another story where she was detained in Indianapolis and her stepfather and the sheriff had to come get her. She had evidently picked up a man and he deserted her and she kept giving them wrong names. Said she was visiting an aunt, but that wasn't true. And she skipped school that day, evidently. But I think she really wanted to be those gun malls like the movies. She was pretty enough. She was had the personality. She could have been a movie star. She wanted to be famous. And she was kind of infamous for a period of time in all the newspaper articles that I find. And this is Isabel as she was arrested and the newspaper article is dated October 20th 1933 she decided to go to Washington DC on her own and her mother told the story that she went to take riding lessons for her uh, showmanship in the circus but no I think she wanted to be like Barbara Stanwyck in babyface she told her mother she had a job there, tap dancing, and evidently she had um, two guns. And it's possible she found her father there in D.C., but what happened at that point, um, she let herself be picked up a man, by a man. He brought her dinner, and they went back to her room. And she knew that he was married. She knew he was a businessman. So she knew he wouldn't tell on her. So she cast several hundred dollars worth of checks on him. But she was caught. 
The man was afraid to prosecute, so she was handed a train ticket and she was told to leave D.C. So she left D.C. and evidently got stranded in Pennsylvania and she didn't have any money and at one point she was even in Baltimore. Um, there's a lot of uh, things that I've had to fill in here about her time between this basically four years of her life, what she was doing. I know she was wearing expensive clothes. It's possible she was hanging around with some of the um, smaller gangsters. There is a story about her um, with a man called Whitey. And I'll tell you his story later because that's going to make a good archive snoop. But whether she actually was with him, she never told on anybody. She never opened her mouth and said she was involved with anybody. Um, it was all about her. And she liked to fight with the police. And as we'll find out later, she was good at escaping the police. She escaped several times. And they had to bring her back for many years. They were seeking Isabel. I'd be happy just to spend my life waiting at your beck and call. I think that's what makes her story so fascinating for me is that she was a small 90 pound girl and yet she evaded capture and escaped several times. And she just was interesting. In 1934, we find her down in Florida, in Hialeah, and that was the racetrack that all the gangsters went to, including Al Capone, and at one point, she was going by the name of Joyce Larimore. She had bleached her short, curly hair blonde, and she was posing as a young society debutante out for a good time. And she appeared to have plenty of money to play the races and never lacked attention from the visiting playboys. She also liked to dress in men's clothing, but she was too girlish to, you know, she, she would wear the men's clothing, but then I don't think it was something that she probably used to maybe stick up things or who knows. But in 1934, she was caught and kicked out of Miami. And that's another story. Was she just a gangster? Was she a gangster's mall? You know, I'm not sure. But she did tell the truth when she was picked up. Finally, she, would, she loved to be in the newspapers. And one of the stories she told is about what happened down in Miami. She evidently picked up a man and wrote a check or got a check for $900, uh, possibly through blackmail. And at that time, $900 was a lot of money. This is 1934. And she was picked up by the police and she was told to leave Miami. So, evidently she left Miami. Where she went between 1934 and 1939, I can't really tell. But I do know in 1939, we pick Isabel up again in 
Texas in Odessa and she could have been involved with some other crimes which are concerning and which I'll be covering later in these episodes but let's catch up with Isabel in 1939 and the murder of Buford Armstrong this is a photo of Isabel in her men's clothing and she goes to Miami several times and is there a connection in 1934 that is where Whitey Walker comes in possibly with his stack loads of money that he had stolen throughout Texas and with his gang she's told to leave Miami and yet she comes back again and again was Whitey Walker the attraction? We're not sure, but we will find out. Here she is getting fingerprinted and told to leave. And of course, from the look on her face, we know that she doesn't listen to anyone. She's going to do what she wants. And in the next episode, we're going to find out what happens. And here she is in her boy's clothes. And in this other picture, she's a redhead. She had furs, silks, cars, everything. She would return to Elwood in her fancy cars and show off everything she had. So where was she getting it? It couldn't have been just prostitution. I think it was she was doing what she wanted to do, and that was become a gun mall. And we'll find more about that in episode two. In episode two, we find out what Isabel had to do with Whitey Walker. Did she meet him in 1934 in Florida? And did this all culminate in the murder she committed in 1939. We'll find out. Please like and subscribe and I'll bring you more content while I troll history through the archives. Thank you again. See you next.